Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I have the greatest, most important, and most groundbreaking news to share with all of you. Yeah! Tell them, Riles! This is so exciting! Your best school friend has just been contacted by a legit filmmaker. That's right, a maker of films. And she wants to make... Wait for it! Ghost drumroll. An adaptation of my ingenious fantasy novel, The Sword of Relay, into a real movie. No, maybe even an epic trilogy. No, octology. I've been practicing my Oscar speech all morning. First of all, fuck you, Mom, for not believing in me. In fact, fuck all. In conclusion, you can't silence me no matter how loud you play that music because I still have four more hours of speech left. I think you got lost in the fantasy there, Riles. I'm just planning for possible contingencies in the event they try to suppress my truths. So, can I read the email? Go for it. Ahem. Dear Mix Almanzor. Oh, wow, she got your gender right. Right? The bar of decency just got a centimeter higher. It shouldn't be a big deal, but it is. Anyway... I'm emailing you to say that I am the biggest fan of your writing, and I will fight anyone who says you're not a genius to the death in single combat. You hear that, listeners? That's the kind of devotion I want in a fan. I am a practicing witch and a really good filmmaker, and I would like to adapt the Sword of Relay into an epic film as could you forget it? I think she fell asleep on the keyboard. Whatever. Either way, the audience now understands how incredible an opportunity this is for all life in the universe. Sincerely, Moxie Colborn. P.S. I'd love to come down to the morgue and talk about it on your podcast. It's at a morgue, right? Because I'm banned from a couple of those. But nobody has to know. See you then at the morgue. Bye! And then a bunch of emojis. Mostly hearts, kissy lips, then one of those red Japanese masks with the long noses. I'm not sure how to interpret that. Trust me, it's good. Also, this is a basement, not a morgue. This is all so exciting! I love it when we have intentional guests. Yeah, I wonder when they'll get here. How do I look? Is my hair all right? Your hair is perfect. You look amazing. And I'm already here. Jazz hands. Ah! Oh no, did I startle you? No, I'm screaming with excitement. Me too. <laughs> now that that's out of the way, let's get right down to business. I'm so excited to meet both of you. Ah! I'm sorry, I had to get that out of my system. Please continue. No, no, screams are good. I love screams. So this is Moxie? Yep. Moxie Colburn at your service. Witch, filmmaker, special effects makeup extraordinaire, part-time Uber driver, full-time Sword of Relay superfan. Oh, you can see me! You're not a deranged murderer, are you? Or a cosmic being, or technically undead, or high on a number of illicit substances? <laughs> nah, I brewed up a potion just for this occasion. Took some really specific ingredients, too. Know where I can replenish my supply of Chex Mix? Walmart, probably. I'll ask Tiffany. Anyway, let's talk about this movie. Or trilogy. Or octology. Pentadecology! The movie. The movie! The movie! Let's talk about it. Oh, let's. Wow, we're actually having a normal episode of the podcast for once. Hell yeah! Eat my ass, NPR! Everyone knows your name stands for nationally pre-approved reality. Not true! So how do you want to do this? How many actors do we need to hire? What scenes are we thinking of including? Tell me every detail I want to hear exactly how I want to hear it. Well... I was thinking of focusing on the trial of Kordrama Ark. Don't get me wrong, all of it was dynamite. But the imagery of that pot really inspired me. Oh, you mean the pages between 4,356 and 8,167? Will we include the hunt for Nahog the Terrible, or are you thinking of leaving that for the sequel? I remember Beta reading that part. 
It had some really interesting word choices. Oh, lucky! I would kill to be able to beta read for the Sword of Relay. Really? Because I have my latest manuscript right here. <gasps> Let's stay on task, people. We got a movie to make. Right, right. I can just email them to you later. Oh, down to business. I like that. First step, brainstorming. But wait, why would we need to brainstorm? It's all down there on the page. Well, it's an adaptation. What works on the page doesn't always translate well to the screen. Oh, right. That's fine, I suppose. Uh, think of it like this. The book is its own thing, and so is the movie. That means there will be two whole amazing Sword of Relay things out there in the world when we're done. Two Swords of Relay? I do like the sound of that. Exactly! I'm really proud of how well you're taking this, Rouse. Okay, so what's the first step? First, we need to identify the heart and soul of the Sword of Relay. Movies are a lot more streamlined than books, so I think we need to figure out what makes this story work as well as it does. I think the emotional core of the movie will definitely be the friendship between Relay and Eve the Bod. I like where this is going! I mean, that would be a pretty cool aspect to have in the film. It's been really fun to write, but what about all the action and the set pieces and all the scenes of Relay being a genius and a badass? And those can still be in there! My friend Yoga Keith knows Taekwondo, Karate, and Wii Sports, so he can be the on-set stunt coordinator. And I know first aid from Girl Scouts if anyone gets injured! I'm going to play Relay, obviously. Uh, have you ever acted on camera before? No, but I normally stare straight ahead into the wall when we're recording the show, so I just have to face the camera, right? Yes, with as much eye contact with the camera as possible. Really make the audience feel seen. I always thought all the best parts of movies were when the actors looked directly at the screen, so I'm glad I'm hearing it confirmed by a real filmmaker. Oh, anyone who knows that stuff will tell you. Acting is all in the eyes and nowhere else. Which is good, because Riley is like 90% eyes. I know, it's captivating. Where will we get the armor? It has to be authentic medieval pig iron. Oh, Yoga Keith is also a blacksmith. We're learning some fascinating things about your friend Keith, Moxie. Yoga Keith? Oh, also, I had a few teeny tiny itty bitty ideas for plot alterations. No big deal, just to ease the transition. How do you feel about cowboys? Hate them. How do you feel about cowboys in sort of relay? Don't like it. I hear what you're saying, but what if the Sword of Relay had cowboys in it? Uh, what are your other ideas? I'm being open-minded. Proud of you. So, you know the orcs Relay fights on the Wall of Marsha? Actually, it's in the Wall of Marsha. It's more a conceptual wall, but yes, I remember the orcs I wrote. Well, I was thinking, orcs as enemies is such a played-out trope. What if <laughs> they were friends coming to help Relay in a time of need? But then who is Relay going to suplex in that scene? They're not even in a time of need if they don't have orcs to fight. Uh, I always saw Relay's real battle as being more of an internal struggle against their own insecurities. It is not. It is an external fight against orcs inside of a giant fuck-off wall. Didn't you say that the wall was conceptual? Film is a visual medium. The wall can be real, and I am the writer, so that's that. There'll still be other action scenes, though. I have this amazing idea. I'm listening. Relay falls into a snake pit. What? Snake pit! A pit of snakes! Snakes in a pit! A bunch of little guys down there! Snake pit! Relay falls into it. No. But... But why not? Because it's stupid. Riley... I mean, Relay is too cool and genius brain to ever fall into a snake pit like some dunce in that adventure game I can't beat. Plus, if Relay fell into a snake pit, which they wouldn't, they'd actually enjoy it because they'd just eat all the snakes. <sighs> How dare you! What did those innocent little noodles ever do to Relay? Calling them noodles doesn't make them less edible. Wait, can we back up? Isn't the point of the snake pit that it's dangerous? Well, this will be 
be more of a friendly snake pit. Still, lots of blood and violence, but from the fall. I thought you were a fan. Release armor grants them various sorceries that include immunity to fall damage. I don't remember that in the book. Riley, you're confusing your book's canon with your D&D character. There's only one canon, Evelyn, and it's whatever I say it is. I am the author, master of storycraft. You think you can point a camera at my brain and make it do the chicken dance? Well, no way. I don't need this. Wait, actually, I do need this. <sighs> I'm gonna go stand outside for a minute and calm down. Sorry. Oh, I feel like I messed everything up. Did I mess everything up? No, it's okay! I actually really liked a lot of your ideas. And I'm sure Riley will come around eventually, too. They're just a bit precious with their stories, and they're slow to adapt to change, too. How about we workshop some of those ideas? Yeah? I'd love to! I have so many more. I've got some ideas, too! Like, what if Eve the Bard got more songs? Oh, Eve can narrate the epic final battle through song. Yes! And maybe she helps Relay defeat the Dark Lord through the power of friendship! Yes! 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 Then we'll get started on the screen test! And of the news, a series of violent and unexplained murders in the Tallahassee metro area has been leaving police shocked and horrified. Bodies have been torn apart, heads have been crushed, and the one thing in common for each one has been an open box of the controversial new cereal, Psychos, on the kitchen table. <laughs> hey kids! It's Killer Joe, and I'm here to tell you that you're gonna go crazy for a fresh box of Psychos, the only cereal packed full of pure PCP for the cereal killers in your life. You'll do anything to get them. Lie to your parents, hurt your friends, shoplift from the local supermarket, and more. They taste just that good. <laughs> Somebody's hungry, and it's only been five minutes since his sixth bowl of psychos. But who am I to deny a guest what he wants? Psychos. They're literally addictive. Keep them away from your kids today. Hi, Kick. Hiya. Karate. Rage for the sun. We're here at the set Moxie rented out. It's really cool, and I'm hoping Riley will turn up sometime soon. They're missing Yoga Keith's awesome fight choreography demonstration. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Uh. Yeah. He's so flexible. I know. What a hunk of eye candy, huh? Coming along, Moxie. We're looking real good. I've got the cameras, stands, lights, snacks, death lasers. Just need the star to show up now. Alright, I'm here to save this movie. Is that a snake pit? They're so small. I will fix it in post. Whatever, I'm here to save this movie with my badass fighting skills and unparalleled knowledge of the source material. Yay! So Riley, Moxie, and I talked it over, and I'm actually going to be the assistant director. It's going to be amazing! I've never had an assistant director before. So who's going to be playing Eve the Bard then? Yoga Keith is! Hiya! He is undeniably limber, for a human. But why can't you play her? This book isn't autobiographical, but you'd be perfect for the part. By sheer coincidence. Uh, I'd love to! 
too, but the cameras would have trouble tracking me with my whole being dead thing. And besides, this is only a screen test. We won't be using it for the final movie. So Yoga Keith is just acting as a temporary stand-in before full casting. Right, YK? Yeah. Whoa, he just karate chopped the whole block of wood in half. He's perfect. Yeah, he does things like that. And now it's my turn to do something cool. What scene is this? This is the Battle of the Wall of Masha. Where's the wall? We'll fix it in post. And why is there a snake pit at the Wall of Marsha? Which, by the way, is a paddling pool full of about eight of the least threatening snakes I've ever seen. Like I said, we'll fix that in post. While you were taking that break, Mox and I did a first draft of the script. I actually took a screenwriting elective in college, so I remember a lot of the formatting. You should see the ending she wrote. It made me cry for like five whole hours. Then I took a lunch break, then I cried for another five whole hours, and then I had to call up my best friend to tell her I loved her, and now we're here. I didn't get much sleep last night. That's great and all, but people don't watch movies to cry. They watch them to see the lives of cool strangers they wish they were. Speaking of, where's my armor? This pig iron was really difficult to work with, but I think I finally got it. For aesthetics, I mixed a little of Jeff de Charny with a touch of William of Poitiers for texture. What do you guys think? It's... It's perfect. Wow, guys. This is kind of really coming together. I think this might actually work out. What the f- Aw, the special effects wagon blew up. I knew I shouldn't have put the plastic explosives next to all those torches, but I couldn't afford to rent a bigger wagon. Most of my money went towards the snake pits. Why do you have plastic explosives? For the car chase that Mox and I rode into Act 2. Excuse me? Cars? It's not a part of the book. That's a Pixar movie. Exactly! No one knows how to drive in medieval times, which is why they all crash and explode. Except for Relay, who's smart and talented enough to know they should be on a horse. You can add the explosions back in post-production, right? Post-production solves everything. I'll admit, that's pretty rad, but it still spits in the face of historical accuracy, and I can't pretend I'm fully comfortable with that. But Riley, everyone knows orcs went extinct around the 10th century. And you still include them despite the Sword of Relay clearly being set in the late medieval period. That's totally different, and you know it. Why did you add so much stuff? Well, I've been rereading Save the Cat, and it says that it's important to have conflict and rising action in Act 2, or the audience will get bored. In the original story, a lot of it is inner monologue about how great Relay is, which doesn't translate very well to the screen. Haven't you ever heard of narration? All the best movies use it. You're right. I'll add it in post. Anyway, put your armor on. We're almost ready to start filming. But I don't know my lines or where to stand. You don't need it. You just need to feel it. I believe in you. <sighs> okay. Here I am. What now? Don't forget your sword. I forged it this morning. Thanks, Yoga Keith. No biggie. All right, I'm rolling. Say the line. What line? The line, Riles. I don't know what line it is. I was never given a script. Hark, an army appears doth yonder. The army can wait. I need to figure out this line, Yoga Keith. Okay, okay, maybe they just need to be read in. Keith, take it from the top. Oh, my dear strong friend Relay. How fortuitous it is that there is no army to be seen. This means... We will have more time to do Taekwondo! Hiya! Great job, Yoga Keith. Just like we rehearsed. Wait, you had rehearsals? When? Also, none of this is in the book. We rehearsed from about six in the morning until about five minutes before you walked in. You were a few hours late, so I played all the parts. A stick got caught in my scooter's wheel. Sue me. Can I at least get a script before we film anymore? Good, that's just how we wrote it. Now, 
jump into the snake pit. That was the correct line? We went very postmodern with our adaptation. Like Charlie Kaufman. Yoga Keith, next line. You can do it, buddy. Stride forth, my brave and noble friend Relay. For there is no unexpected snake pit that you will most definitely fall into. I have fall damage immunity, and my eyes are too good to miss that stupid rubber snake pit. The snakes are real, and they have names. That's Freddy, Jason, Dracula, Elvira, Chucky. I'm not falling in that stupid pit. It's not going to happen. Do the relay voice, Riley, like a D&D. It'll help immerse people in the scene. I would if I knew my fucking lines. Script. Please. Eve, my trusty bard, fetch me my finest chainmail for this upcoming battle. But before that, sing me a song to boost my spirits. Again, Keith, I can't respond to Eve's lines if I don't know what mine are. The army approaches even more so than it had previously approached. Somehow. No, I don't like that Eve is getting all the coolest lines. I'm feeling upstaged. Those are your lines, right, Relay? Uh, the army approaches... The army is here! Everyone who isn't as cool as you, my strong and perfect friend Relay, must retreat. <laughs> Cue the thunder! Is... is it raining in here? What? Magic! It isn't real, real! Keep going! The army is... Next line! What is it? It's the smoking ants of Tiffany! What? No, not those... Where are they anyway? We'll add it in post! It's stunt time, Riles! Do your thing! Where? What? How? And don't say anything about a snake pit if you want to keep your heads. Don't worry, it's a stage sword. A stage sword? Ugh! I can't work under these conditions! This is bullshit! All of it! This stupid set! This whole place is nothing but a big lie. A giant interwoven web of lies and deceit and deception. I'll tear it all down. Wow, that stage sword is doing a lot of damage. Why can't you really pull out all the stops with that one? They're destroying the whole set. Keep playing, Yogi Keep. The music will calm them. Uh, uh, I got blisters on my fingers. Toes! Toes, Yoga Keith! Use your toes! Nothing will survive my raft! Do the voice, Riley! I believe in you! What are they doing? I defy you, snake pits! Oh no! My babies! Slither away, you stupid freeloaders! Everyone betrayed me! I'm fed up with this world! Ah! Riley? Yoga Key, use your Taekwondo! It's our only hope! I can't play mandolin and do Taekwondo at the same time! Curse my limited talent! I'm a failure! <laughs> Don't look at me! <laughs> There is no escape! I had a lot of fun on set last week, so I spent the last few days cleaning up the footage, and I think you're really gonna like what you see! I did a lot of rereading of the Sword of Relay, and I really narrowed down the spirit of the series. That's so cool! How are you feeling, Riley? Better now. 
I was a little upset at the time, but all that senseless destruction was great for releasing pent-up rage. So let's see what you've managed to salvage from that unmitigated disaster of a screen test. I am the flaming sword of justice! Holy shit! That's the wall of Marsha! Relay looks so cool! Stride forth, my brave and noble friend Relay! For there is no unexpected snake pit that you will most definitely fall into! Oh my gosh, the snakes are huge! I defy you, snake pits! Slither away! Yes, yes, get him! The army is here! Everyone who isn't as cool as you, my strong and perfect friend Relay, must retreat! Nothing will survive my wrath! Wow, that sword is doing a lot of damage! They're destroying the whole army! Oh wow, that's me! Mostly! Shh, I don't want to miss a second of this! There is no escape! Blisters on my fingers. This whole place is nothing but a big lie. A giant interwoven web of lies and deceit and deception. I'll tear it all down. That's the whale. They got the space whale. Told you I'd fix it in post. How did you do all that? Editing and special effects magic. <laughs> okay, mostly magic. This is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. You two actually made the Sword of Relay even cooler than it already was. I didn't even think that was possible. The fucking sword and the armor and the wall of Marsha and the armies and even the stupid fucking snakes were somehow cool as shit. But hey, it wouldn't have been possible if you didn't bring so much passion to the table, Riles. That's the beauty of group projects. Everyone makes it possible together. Though, working with an awesome filmmaker helps too, of course. I-I-I'm talking about me. I don't even know what to say. This is the best thing ever. I want to watch it again right now. Can we watch it again right now? Maybe wait until after we record, for the sake of the listeners. That's fair. Will there be more of this? I mean, I'm not opposed to making more. Oh, and the next one can have even more explosions and snakes, and it'll be called The Rage of Relay. And more Eve the Bard, too! If Yoga Keith wants to reprise the role. Oh, you know Yoga Keith. He's down for anything. You know what? Make that two of us. Now let's wrap this up. I want to watch it again. I am the flaming sword of justice! For the last godforsaken time, Asfar, what did you do? Hey, don't go pointing fingers at me, boss man. I had nothing to do with this. So you mean to tell me this isn't some sort of clerical error? Yeah, afraid not. Turns out this sort of thing just happens to a lot of people. It's kind of like jury duty. In what way is this remotely like jury duty? I mean, it's it's like a civic duty, you know? Everybody does it at least once and then you're done forever. And what exactly is it in this context? Yeah, you just read the outro. The what? Yeah, the outro. You know, the show notes. It's got all the actors and writers and social media stuff. Why? I mean, you just do, okay? I did it. I bet you Virgin Mania have done it at one point or another. It really isn't that odd. Hmm. And if I refuse? I really wouldn't recommend that course of action. The fuck is that? Uh, that is why. If you value your right hand, I'd recommend reading the script. 
Sweet sticks. Fine. Thank you for listening to Les is Morgue, the bi-weekly comedy podcast from the Brapes Collective. This episode was audio engineered by Scott Thomas and written by Sean Kingham, Gus Zagarella, and Henry Galley. How oh, I know him. With episode art by Sean Kingham and Jasper Taylor. This episode starred Alexis Bristow as Riley, Meg Malloy Tootin as Evelyn, Kelly Nugent as Mox, Zane Schacht as Yoga Keith, Henry Galley as Killer Joe, and Scott Thomas as the newsreader. Executive production by Ori Sakharau, with a theme song produced by Nick Heilman and Michaela Kreider. Want to find out more about Les's Morgue? Visit our website at www.lessismorgue.com. Want to get updates on the show and interact with our ghoulish and ghostly hosts? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram from at Morgue, Tumblr at Pod, and on our Facebook page at Morgue Podcast. Want to support the show and gain access to fun stuff like stickers, behind-the-scenes facts, and exclusive minisodes for as little as a dollar a month? Check out our Patreon at Morgue. That wasn't too bad, was it, boss man? It's just like ripping off a band-aid. Okay, but really, who the fuck was that?